What's up guys, Jeff Tavalier, AthleteX.com. So today, I wanna show you guys how to build bigger biceps because that's one of the areas I think I've got down pretty good. The fact is though, it's because I did try to learn how to train my biceps at a younger age. I, yes, I admit it, I wanted to get bigger arms when I was a kid, like everybody else did. But I learned some of the things I had to do and more importantly, some of the things I was doing wrong. And when it comes to bicep training, really when it comes to any muscle, when we're talking about trying to build the muscle bigger, you really have to look for ways to make the exercises you're doing more inefficient. Meaning, you need to make the muscle you're trying to get bigger do the work. Now, if we're talking about strength, it's the direct opposite. We want to allow muscles that assist in the action, let's say pulling, to actually assist so that we can lift more weight. However, when it comes to bicep training, Going for size, you need to make sure that the bicep is doing the work and not the forearm. Because of its proximity, literally just a little bit more distal down the arm from the bicep, the forearm is also going to want to flex. It's going to want to pull. It's going to want to take whatever weight you're holding in your hand and bring it closer and therefore take away some of the activity of the bicep. And that is going to prevent you from building bigger biceps or at least as big as they could be. And I talked about this before, I called it the master tip. Matter of fact, I made a whole video on it if you haven't seen that. And I even talked about this particular tip way back when, in the early days of YouTube. You can see that video here, just give me some slack because I can barely talk to the camera. But the fact is that we need to make sure that we get this out of it. So how do we do that? Well, I talked about wanting to make sure that your wrists are sort of bent back. And there's a couple ways to make sure you do it and do it right so you don't put undue stress on either your wrist or your elbow. But you can actually try something again that would show you how to do this visually that's gonna get this right every time. You take a single dumbbell, okay? You're gonna put your hands underneath it like this, all right? And the goal is you wanna make sure that you're viewing the top of this dumbbell at all times, meaning that it is going to be parallel to the ceiling above you and the bottom of it to the floor below you the entire time you curl. So what we do is we grab underneath like this, okay? And we're gonna hold it up like that. You can see that that makes the biceps pop out pretty damn good because I've taken the forearm contribution and minimized it. All the elbow flexion is now coming straight from biceps activity. So here I am at this point. Now when I lower it down, I just keep it flat all the way, which is gonna mean I'm gonna adjust my wrist as I go. I come up, keeping that totally parallel. It means the wrists are gonna bend back automatically at the top and down and up right just like that hold and squeeze you will feel what i'm talking about when it comes to instituting this dead wrist right the master tip so now you feel that how do you implement it once you get an idea for what it feels like i don't care if you're doing a curl right here with an easy curl bar you grab it and then again you set the wrist back a bit Okay, but you don't get it down here in your fingers. Never do you want to execute any bicep exercises down here in your fingers. Because when you do, I talked about before, all that weight distally in these fingers places too much of an overload on the tendons that meet right here at the medial elbow. And that causes a lot of undue stress and strain that can lead to golfer's elbow, medial epicondylitis. It's not fun. You grip it deep in your hands, but when you do, you just bend them back. And now, as I lift and curl this up, I'm gonna curl up and at the top, 
it's there, but it's deep in the hands. It's not stressing my wrist. As a matter of fact, it's sitting over my wrist joint at the top. That bar is almost right through the wrist joint, supported and down. So it looks like that. Down, up, keep those wrists out of it. Keep those forearms out of it. We can come over here, actually. You guys know how much of a fan I am of chin-ups for building bigger biceps. You're going to do it. You're going to do it better if you implement the same idea. When you're up here, you don't just go this way. The tendency is, again, the body knows pull, especially if you're doing weighted chin-ups. You're going to want to really pull so everything is going to participate. You're going to be pulling like that and wrist curling yourself up to the bar in an attempt to try to get up there. Again, what you do is you just try to initiate by getting those wrists bent backwards, deep into the hand. Not out here, deep in, wrap and back, deep in, wrap and back. From here, come down, lift, I keep the tension on. I don't come all the way up over the bar and close down that angle too much. I keep it here, come down, up and down up and down. Finally, if I were to come over here, we talked about other exercise options that create the addition of not just supination and not just elbow flexion, but shoulder flexion, right? Because we know that a complete bicep contraction happens with elbow flexion, supination, and shoulder flexion. We got that high cable curl up here. We do the same thing. When I'm in here, in this position, the tendency is, if I go too heavy, just to do this and then curl. And you'll find yourself doing that. You're going to curl like that. Curl. And that is exactly, again, doing, you can see the, the forearm muscles here doing a lot of that work there on the inside to try to do that as opposed to just letting that stay dead and let the biceps do the work. So for a high curl, again, you get in this position here, wrist back and let all the work be done with the biceps in this position here. And you will really feel the difference when you implement that. So it's understanding the difference between training for strength on a movement and training for hypertrophy. And when you do, and you're trying to get your biceps to be bigger, this is gonna work every single time. And the reason why it works is because you're getting rid of those compensations and substitutions and you're making the biceps do the work. You are making the movement more inefficient for the end goal being hypertrophy. So guys, I hope you found the video helpful. Make sure you apply this. And again, if you haven't tried it yet, just start with that dumbbell. Do that curl first to feel what I'm talking about. And then you'll be able to institute the same thing, recreate that feeling on whatever bicep exercise you do. If you're looking for programs that build in next level training tips, techniques that take advantage of actual muscle science. We have them over at athletics.com. Choose the program that's best suited to your goals right now, guys, and I promise you, it will get you to where you wanna be. In the meantime, if you found the video helpful, leave your comments and thumbs up below. Let me know also what I'm gonna cover. I'll do my best to do that for you. And if you haven't already done so, guys, make sure you click subscribe and turn on your notifications so you never miss a video when we put one out. All right, guys, see you again soon.